Akoe discusses its budget. Windermere in Winter Garden discuss the trash. Elections are coming this Tuesday. And three tragedies. Losing our youth too early. The date is August 18th, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the go. The Ocoee City Commission has discussed the tentative budget for the upcoming fiscal year. The general fund is tentatively approved at $72.8 million. That is a 7.4 decrease from fiscal year 2022. The proposal has a millage rate of 5.05. Now that is 0.05 mils lower than last year's. So that is nice news there for the folks on the issue of property tax. The detailed breakdown is in this week's paper done by Andrea Mujica. And, you know, over the decades, uh, this city has experienced incredible growth. Andrea marks it down for us in the paper. She says that in 2011, the city had close to 36,000 residents. But in 2020, the census reflects close to 50,000 residents. So that is a growing community and doing quite well with their city management. Now let's go on down to the town of Oakland. Amy Questenberry tells us a vote on a preliminary site plan for a new subdivision south of West Colonial Drive has been postponed by the Oakland Town Commission reportedly due to a lack of information from the applicant. Now, at the August 9th commission meeting, elected officials were being presented with a preliminary plan for Bay View at Johns Lake, a proposed seven-acre, 20-home community at the south end of Remington Road. Now, several residents were in attendance at the meeting, and they opposed this new neighborhood, which would abut their community of Johns Landing. They complained of the smaller lot sizes, the increase in traffic, and general invasion of their privacy, as well as other things. Now, in the town of Oakland, they have a great mayor there, Kathy Stark. She said, quote, I don't think the P&Z, that is the Planning and Zoning Board, should have pushed it to us in this condition, end quote. The Windermere Town Council discussed service issues from Waste Pro for solid waste and recycling collection at its Tuesday, August 9th meeting. You know, there's a a, a big problem going on that many agree on. And the town council has resolved to essentially work with WastePro to give them some opportunity to land some benchmark improvements um, before they have to look at exercising maybe some some different steps with their uh, contract. Now, interestingly enough, residents in the city of Winter Garden soon will be paying more for their trash service. They also have been having discussion. The city last increased these rates for solid waste 14 years ago. 
in May 2008. However, since 2008, the solid waste operating expenses have increased on average about 5.3% annually. Now, that's 14 years worth of increase with no increase in the tax. Now, the monthly residential rate will go up from $19 per month to $22 per month uh, starting on August 1st. So that's just a $3 increase monthly. Now, let me say something. I am a Winter Garden resident. Check that. I am a proud Winter Garden resident. And the solid waste service, well, it's pretty incredible. You know, they come twice a week, but they do a great job on the second day. Well, depending on what route you're in, for me, it's the second day. For me, it's Thursdays. They pick up, I mean, really almost anything that you put on the side of that road. I mean, it's really terrific. You know, you can imagine you got, you're doing some, some major work in your house, getting rid of old stuff. You can put on the side of the road on the, on the proper day, and the city just picks it up. So although I loathe new tax, increasing taxes, uh, taxes in general are, shall we say, they are a necessary evil, And in this case, in my opinion, the service merits the fee. I mean, with the contract work over in Windermere, you see the town struggling with their waste contractor there, uh, perhaps to no fault of their own. But nonetheless, uh, they are struggling. And the city of Wintergarden does their own pickup. You know, that's city staff that is uh, picking up your trash if you are in the city limits of Wintergarden. So, you know, everything's great. I think that the $3 increase monthly is probably not in the category of controversial. Okay, and speaking of taxes and government, uh, the election is upon us. And the West Orange Times and Observer has been taking us through with uh, some great, and I do mean great, questionnaires Uh, And this week's we have U.S. House Florida District 11 candidates opining. So we have the questions there in this week's paper, and the candidates all answer them. This is the new district lines, which now bring West Orange County in with Lake County, insofar as the U.S. congressional representation goes. Uh, That was not the case prior. But now it is. Now we are aligned with Lake County in terms of our federal representation in the House of Representatives. And for the primary, there are three Republicans vying for the nomination. Uh, There is only one Democrat running in that district, so no primary on the Democrat side. Uh, But this week, you can learn all about these uh, Republican candidates They are Laura Loomer, Gabrielle Soriano, and Daniel Webster. So those are the three that if you are a registered Republican in Florida, you can vote on in this district, the West Orange District, uh, coupled with Lake County, on Tuesday, August 23rd. That is Tuesday, August 23rd. Check the paper to learn about these candidates. All right. Now, in this week's paper, you will see, and really every week, there's a news section that is hyper local news and an education section. 
And for this week, there is the Education Influencer of the Week, Sarah Reynolds of Foundation Academy. And it states, Foundation Academy administrators say Sarah Reynolds, Tilden Campus Principal, is the epitome of a servant leader. She makes it her mission to get to know all 550 students by name and their personal stories. Now, I am proud to see this highlight in the paper. There is a question and answer with her there, all laid out. Uh, I'm proud because my daughter goes to Foundation Academy, the Plant Street campus, and they are a sponsor of this program. You should check them out. Foundation Academy, where character matters. Okay, I'd like to get into the final page here. Now, you know, the final page is unique. Um, I might just talk about a topic that's important to me or maybe select my favorite or most important story of the week and go through that a little. But today I want to read in full a piece that Mike Ng wrote in the paper this week, um, an editorial-style piece about what has occurred in our community with regard to three different stories that are too similar. Uh, And I'd like to just allow Mike's words, as he tells them, to... Walk us through it. So, our editor and publisher, his words read, My wife and I were at a celebratory dinner with our three kids when I learned the news. This year we have a child in all three school levels, elementary, middle, and high, and had just completed our first day of the new school year. Everyone was delivered to school on time and subsequently retrieved. We had battled car lines, gridlock jams, and our own impatience and frustration and made it through. Although we were out to eat for celebratory purposes, my mind wouldn't let me relax. How in the world are we going to do this all year? Better yet, my thoughts drifted arrogantly. The way they do the car lines makes no sense. If I were in charge, I could fix it for them. As we waited for dessert, my phone screen illuminated with the notification. It was an email from the Fox affiliate in Atlanta. We are working on a story about 2nd Lieutenant Evan Fitzgibbon, who was killed in a weather-related incident in the North Georgia mountains on Tuesday. We came across this article and was wondering if you happened to have any information as to if it is the same person. The Fox journalist had found a story the Observer had published five years ago about a Foundation Academy senior who had realized his lifelong dream, acceptance into the United States Military Academy at West Point. I clicked the link to our story, and the memories rushed back. Evan Fitzgibbon wore a proud smile in our photo, as he held his West Point Certificate of Appointment. Instantly, I remembered him. I remembered his story. 
It graced our front page with the headline, Congratulations, Cadet. Vox wanted to confirm if it was the same Evan Fitzgibbon. Because the station wanted to use our photo of him, it was the only one they could find. I wanted desperately to tell them sorry, but you must have the wrong Evan Fitzgibbon. But doing the math, I realized that timing was right. And after a few texts with some folks at Foundation Academy, we confirmed we confirmed the unthinkable. Evan Fitzgibbon, our Evan Fitzgibbon, had died Tuesday, August 9th in a ranger school training incident. Soon after we broke the news online, Windermere Mayor Jim O'Brien declared flags would be flown at half-mass in honor and out of respect. Now a black ribbon with Evan's name stands outside of the town's administrative buildings. Still reeling from this news, Our community was gut-punched two days later when we learned both Windermere High School senior Jaden Simmons and Matthias Sessa, a soccer standout who just graduated in May from Dr. Phillips High School, died unexpectedly. Jaden, 16 years old, was a captain of the women's flag football team at Windermere. The flag football team posted on Twitter, Our program is heartbroken by the loss of one of our seniors and team captain today. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the Simmons family, an amazing young lady, leader, and role model who impacted the lives of many within our program and countless others across the campus. The next morning, the school's Fellowship of Christian Athletes hosted a prayer before the school day began at the flagpole. Louis Bambino, who had coached Matthias at Dr. Phillips, wrote on Facebook, quote, Matthias Sessa was an amazing soccer player from Dr. Phillips High School. He was an example of a young man loved by his family and friends. I am honored to have coached him and also be his mentor and friend. It breaks my heart that you were taken so unexpectedly. Your memory will never leave us and live long in our hearts. My boy, my pupil. Mike continues... Our hearts at the Observer are broken for the families of these three, as well as for their friends, teammates, and school community. We lost these three far too early, their lives extinguished before they had a chance to fully shine their lights on the world. Perhaps now, It is up to us, all of us, to do that in their absence. Maybe that means hugging our children more, telling them we love them more often, savoring every moment, even Carline, 
Maybe it's in kindness. Stopping to let a fellow parent merge or loving your neighbor a little more. Maybe it's forgiveness. However that looks for you, do it in remembrance of Evan, Jaden, and Matthias. A touching piece from our editor and publisher, Michael Ng. I'd like to add that I pray for the Holy Spirit to comfort these three families and for God to welcome these three children with open arms. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.